Hello, listeners of A Year Ago Today. I'm your host, Tylan Fowler, and I'm here with Alex Francis, our lovely neighborhood sound engineer. Hi, Alex. Hi, everybody. And Tyla. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yes. We're here to talk about episode 205 with Marlo Holden. Yes. It was, so if you um, haven't listened to it yet, go listen to it if you want. Or listen to this first and get your interest peaked. It doesn't matter. There's no way to get it wrong. You can do it however you want. Yeah. But you should listen to both. Either way you want to. This is kind of like a, it's not really an epilogue. Or a forward. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's, it's like a, it's an integration. Yeah. That works. It's a, it's like the addendum. Yeah, because we, it's, it's very referential. Mm-hmm. I would say listen to the episode before you listen to these. Yeah. Yeah. Although last week's was so good, I think it could stand on its own. We talked all about surrender. That's true, because we didn't really reference specific moments with uh, Francie. Did you happen to listen to that podcast that I sent you about about stress in everyday life? I saw it that night, and I was going to listen to it, but I've been stressing with this camping trip coming up that I haven't even thought to do it. <laughs> yeah, you're having some stress in your everyday life, so it's keeping you from listening to that podcast. Podcast about stress in everyday life? Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's understandable. Um, well, I'll tell you and the listeners briefly that after... I think it was the same night as that we, maybe it was Friday. It doesn't matter when it was. <laughs> I'm going to just, from now on, just be like, it doesn't matter when it was because timelines. Yeah. Challenging for me. Um, anyway, I re-listened to this podcast from Tara Brock, who's a meditation teacher that I've had the pleasure of learning from so much via podcast. But I went back to this one about stress in everyday life, and it was exactly what Alex and I had been talking about in last week's AYATAF about exactly what the title suggests. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you sent me the text with that. I think it was just shouting about synchronicities. That's yeah. what the text I was, was like, doing. Oh my God, what's happening? Yeah. I was like, oh, I need to listen uh, to that. And then I actually thought about that today. I was like, she's going to ask me if I listen to it. And I haven't. Mm. Well, what's but. funny is I actually drafted you this whole long text message or no, I made you a voice. I like did the little microphone and made you a voice thing. And I even said in the thing, like, I would really love if you could listen to this before our next thing. And then for some reason that disappeared and huh. I was too lazy to like, to like do it all again. So I just sent it to you and was like, made the shorter message, you know? So it's interesting that, well, you weren't supposed to listen to it yet, obviously. Or you I guess. Have. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you'll feel called to do it before next week. And I if should. not, that's okay too. Should be able you to. You don't have to. That. I think you'll get a lot from it. No, I don't doubt that. It's just if it, anybody. It, oh, go ahead. So much other stuff. On yeah, the you're mind. busy. Yeah. No. But that should t- wind down after this week. What were you gonna say? <laughs> I thought you keep anybody? saying that. You, you keep saying that <laughs> that you're about to get less busy, and then and then you don't. <laughs> well, I had these two trips planned like back to back with a weekend in between, and it didn't even feel like this past week and a half like even happened. Like, it mm-hmm. feels like I just got back still. Because yeah, as soon yeah, as I yeah. got back from that one, I started planning for this one. I've Ugh. been in some of that, too, so I feel you. Yeah. Wasn't <sighs> us was complaining say... about going on vacation. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> we're very privileged people, yeah, yeah, right. and we are aware of that, and we're very grateful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, Alex? <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, okay. What I was going to say was that I'll snap a picture of that text that has the thing about synchronicity and then shows the title of that podcast, and I'll put it in our Instagram on the day that this episode comes out, and I will actually do that. I know I said last week I would do that with something, and then I didn't, but this week I will. Good. So if anybody wants to listen, you can find it. They could join us in listening. <laughs> listening party. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you about this. Yes. Week yes. Because... Same oh, really? Yeah. Why are you excited? You tell me first. Um, I feel like it's the most relatable episode that we've had in a couple weeks, at least for me. Um, uh-huh. and it, it's, it started off with a key, it, it was about, well, you can get, you can get into what it's about if you'd like, but no, I just, I, I found it more relatable than I have past episodes and I took some notes. So um, that's, that's okay. probably why I'm more excited. Right. Okay. Well, it's cause you've got more juice mm-hmm. for the conversation. So that's yes. exactly how I feel. And it's because. As I was listening to this, <laughs> I realized that this is what I'm going through right now in my real life. Like the mm-hmm. way that the timing has lined up with what's going on in my real life right now. It was like receiving a coaching session from myself to listen to this episode and from Weird. Marlo. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, all right, let's go through your notes and then. If it feels helpful, I'll give you a context about what's happening for me as we go on a need-to-know basis. Okay. Um, well, let's see what we should start off with. Well, first off, um, it's very relatable because the episode was about Marlo finding her person, her partner. Um, she's currently with, and what you were, you were recording it on the day of her third anniversary, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Um so one thing that she started talking about when you mentioned it was the third anniversary three years ago today, y'all started dating, but when she started started talking about the first meeting where they realized there could have something there was she had just gotten out of a relationship and was resigned to like not be looking for love. She's like, I'm not looking for anything right now. I'm not looking for something serious, just something casual. But then something serious found her. Mm -hmm. And that's so relatable because I kind of feel the same way with my recent relationship in that, and people always say it and you never believe it, but it, it always finds you when you're not looking for it. And I thought that was really, it's, it's interesting to hear so many different angles from that saying I guess mm-hmm. and that it, it happens more frequently than you think it's not just a saying for the sake of it yeah sayings are sayings for a reason yeah exactly they're usually true mm-hmm. <laughs> at least to some degree yeah in most cases they w- nobody would say it if it didn't happen I would think mm-hmm. um, yeah. why do you think that is that love finds us when we're not looking for it I think it's because we stop worrying about 
what we're looking for and what we'd like to have and what we need to be. And so we focus on ourself and our own life and our own happiness a little bit more without having to rely on that other person. And in doing that, you inherently become more confident and therefore I would say attractive to the opposite sex. So you just, you just have your guard down and you're just living life and just being so much more comfortable in everything you're doing that maybe in, you are actually finding it. Maybe it's not finding you, maybe in letting go and surrendering. Boom. Look at that. You <laughs> bring it all together. <laughs> yeah. And surrendering yourself to it. You open yourself up to it, I guess. Mm. Yeah. It's like you begin to see your own inherent self-worth when you're focusing on yourself. And then that's reflected to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, that's, that's kind of, if just looking at my situation, that's kind of what I could say is that I started just focusing more on me and not, like, how I could be attractive to other people or find a girlfriend, but just how I could, like, what I could do to have me be more comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. I think that's really powerful. And I think that's the root of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about learning how to fill your own cup. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> what about you? You you feel the same way? Do you think that's why it finds us when we aren't looking? Mm, Do you think there's more to yeah. it than that? I agree with you, yes. Uh, um, what else do you have in your notes? Um, there was a moment, and it doesn't really relate to the episode as much as it does you and the podcast as a whole, mm, but um, like for, for listeners me. that have been around for a while... They're aware of the siren rings true uh. saying that we have, and is one of the reasons we don't remove sirens. Yeah. The other being that they're a pain in the ass to remove. Um, but what was funny is there was a siren that was like chirping and couldn't find its rhythm at the same time that you couldn't find the word you were trying to say. Mm. And then as you found the word you were trying to say, which was homecoming, the siren like kicked in and yeah. <laughs> like. And found its rhythm, too. And I thought that was really interesting. Oh, there was another siren in the episode, I think. Mm-hmm. At, at a moment when I think I was literally saying the words, danger, danger. Yeah, I remember that one. Oh, maybe actually, I said that in response to the siren. You stopped for that siren, I believe. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah I, when I was re-listening to it, I was, like, hearing that hearing mm-hmm. that siren. And I guess probably I said danger, danger in response to it, but... Okay, now I want to talk a little bit about my about my real life. And I'm scared to do it, so you may have to help me through it. <laughs> okay, go for it. So, mm, I thought I was going to do a podcast by myself about this. And now here I am with you, and that's how we're going to talk about it. That's great. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah. Um, So this whole thing, you know, this whole podcasting journey is about, it's about me finding my voice and about me being unapologetic in who I am and standing up for what I believe in and caring, talking about the things I care about, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And I've started doing that on social media because I am hoping to attract my people Mm -hmm. so that they'll come listen to the podcast, you know, for sure. And I've known that as I do that, I will most likely also attract some unwanted attention, some Mm -hmm. attention that comes at me in a way that doesn't feel good. Yes. And that's been happening this week actively on my Facebook wall. And Mm -hmm. as I listened back to this week's episode, what I realized is that I've been moving through it okay. I've been moving through it beautifully, actually. I've really been taking care of myself. I feel in total integrity. I feel like I've been very respectful at all times to absolutely everyone involved. And I also feel like for the first time in my life, I'm refusing to back down when someone is aggressive with me. Mm-hmm. And... It's taken a lot of energy. It's been a lot of work. But listening back to this podcast episode and hearing myself talk about how confident I feel in my own abilities to dance the dance of responding with integrity in the moment and naming your true feelings in the moment without being disrespectful to anyone else. Like, that's what I'm saying in this episode. And that's what I needed to hear this week, too. And like, Reminded, I was reminded that I already believe in my own ability to do what I'm doing right now and that I don't need to like get caught up in fear and self-doubt around my self-expression. Mm-hmm. I mean, this episode was so much about self-expression. Yeah. All right. So that's, I think that's all the context I need to give you. I don't need to go into a whole bunch of like story, you know? Yeah. Do you have any questions? Uh, no, <laughs> not yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, because yeah, you're clear and I've, I've, we're, we're Facebook friends. So I've seen some of your. <laughs> You've seen it going down? Yeah. I've seen it going down this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. <sighs> All right. So what's present for you around that idea Of being safe to express yourself freely. I mean, we've talked a little bit about this before. Mm-hmm. When we talked about how we noticed you were distancing yourself a little bit from your meaning with extra language. You know, we were talking about how we're afraid to assert ourselves because we don't want to come across as aggressive. Yeah. It's tough to say, like, being able to feel safe expressing yourself because in reality in such a public forum there isn't really a true safe in my opinion and Uh. that's definitely a societal problem but I don't unless you're in like a private group with people that are on the same wavelength as you I don't really think there's a way to express yourself without the fear of some sort of, I don't want to say retaliation because that's not really what was happening. Um, Maybe misinterpretation. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
I think as long as you feel confident in what you're saying, that's enough of a safety net because you. Hmm. You believe and feel the way you feel, and nobody can really change that. So it's up to you to feel safe in what's not necessarily the most danger-free environment, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's exactly what I've been practicing. Yeah. Because it's like, how can I claim this space and feel safe here? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's about how I hold my boundaries and how I choose to communicate. Exactly. Because, I mean, the, the thing about freedom of speech and being able to say what you want is that everybody else is also has the right to do that. Now, whether or not said, not whether or not people are assholes based off what they say is a different story. Yeah, not everybody's playing by the same rules in this world. That's clear. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that's so crystal clear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere you look. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just because, like, it's like I know that I have a fierce commitment to personal integrity in my interactions, you mm-hmm. know? And I've invested so much time and money and other forms of energy in cultivating that for myself. It's not something that we just automatically have. Yeah. Because we've been taught from a young age to hide who we are, which means we're out of integrity. And I think, I think it's up to us as individuals as we grow up, and I feel like this movement is has been happening to not hide who you are. Does I mean a what's the point? Uh-huh. And B, you can't you can't live that way. Uh-huh. Like you can be alive and you can go through the motions and you can do your job and you can get paid and you can have a family. You can settle down. You can you can go from point A to point B all the way, but you can't like fully live uh-huh. while you're hiding who you are. Yeah, you're not free. Right. Well, may I ask you to hold space for me while I share a little bit more around this context that's happening? Go go for it. Okay. So, before I go any further sharing this story, I need to say to anyone and everyone who is listening that I have the utmost love and respect for absolutely every single person involved (laughs) and that I am going to do my best to own my experience without fear and that I apologize if this activates you in a way that feels uncomfortable. And if you'd like some support moving through that, you can send me an email and I can connect you to a resource who can support you. Okay. So you remember Alex last year when Matt and I almost broke up last May and I was like a wreck. Mm -hmm. We had that big team meeting and I was like crying on the phone. (laughs) I remember. Um, And I think you know some of the context around that already. 
I think the most important piece here is that I felt somewhat blindsided because Matt had been having some feelings that he hadn't been communicating to me. And then there was kind of like a catalyzing event. And it was like all this stuff that was underneath the surface kind of blew up. And at Mm -hmm. that point, we didn't know if we were going to continue on together. And I think Marlo and I talked about this time in the episode, right? You do, yeah. Yeah, okay. So if you want more context, you can go back and listen. Anyway, one of the things that came to light, Matt shared with me that he, I don't know if it had been directly communicated to him or if he had simply perceived this. He shared with me that my social media presence was making some of his friends and family uncomfortable. And at this point, I was talking a lot about God and spirituality and the law of abundance and the law of attraction, you know? Mm -hmm. And for me, I don't find that stuff that provocative um, because I've immersed myself in this world of learning about spirituality. However, I, I know that that is provocative for some people but I wouldn't think that it would be provocative enough that it could be part of a reason that my relationship might be dissolving, but it really was yeah. this idea of the tension between who I am and how the people connected to my partner are perceiving me and what that means for him in his, inside all of his relationships and what it means for us inside of our relationship. You know? Yeah. So all this happened. And when we came back together and decided to move on together, the commitment that I made is that I would not make myself smaller to make Matt or anyone else comfortable. (laughs) However, like in the last two weeks, I realized that that's actually what I've been doing for the last year. I've really been like hiding. I've really been, I mean, maybe that's not a fair way to characterize where I've been. Maybe I've actually just been nourishing myself so that I'm in a space where I feel clear and grounded enough to come out and start like living my truth out loud in public where people can hear me and see me doing it. Yeah. Anyway. I'm out of the closet now. (laughs) And I don't yet know if there's going to be fallout around that. Well. And that's okay. I'm okay to not know. And I honestly, I just feel really proud of myself. I feel really... I feel like I found my voice today in 500 million ways. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I feel like a warrior goddess, to be perfectly honest. And so I'm like, if there's fallout, yeah, it is. (laughs) If there's fallout, 
there may be pain and grief associated with that fallout. And I trust the unfolding that I'm in right now because I trust myself. So Hmm. you can see why listening to this episode tonight was so. Yeah. Soothing for me. Yeah, because I mean, you 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 definitely went into that, and that actually was one thing that I wrote down. And this you'll definitely have to listen to the episode for listeners, but uh, I just wrote down growth spurt and underlined it. Because uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that will catch on, honestly. Um, but yeah, I mean it's. It's about moving on and growing together, but also you, you still have to grow as individuals and you can't one one person can't be themselves while the other isn't. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like I'm very clear that I want to be in a partnership where we are both committed to both of us shining. Right. And I'm testing that right now. Yeah, not, some... <laughs> like not on purpose. I'm not, I wasn't like, Hey, I'm going to run this test. And actually I'd love to share one more thing with you is that. Yeah. So the thing that I've been posting about for anyone who requires a little bit more context is, um, patriarchy and my experiences of patriarchy and oppression. And <clears throat> I shared one post and as soon as I shared it, it felt so good and so cathartic that I had decided that I would share a couple more experiences coming up. And I like planned the posts out in my head, kind of. Mm -hmm. And one thing Matt reflected to me was that he thought the second post, (laughs) okay, I guess I need to be clear about the situation. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to talk about this while respecting. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Let me feel into this. Okay. Well, I think it's clear what's going on. A member of Matt's family and I engaged in a post on Facebook where there is energy that is already charged because of past interactions. And I expressed not feeling safe and that was not respected. Mm -hmm. And it's fine. It's just a simple Facebook exchange which I totally understand. And at the same time, it's become clear that if I don't have strong boundaries around the way I am treated, I will not be treated the way I want to be treated. (laughs) And that's true for all of us in all of our relationships, you know? Yeah. Um, so after this exchange, I was like, should I go ahead and post the next thing I had planned? it might be perceived that I'm doing it to provoke. However, I was clear that that it was not my intention. You know, I was like, no, I Mm -hmm. was already going to, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to not do this simply because it might make someone mad. I'm not going to, I'm not going to scrap my plans simply because I am afraid of 
the response of a very small group of people who matter to me, yes, very mm-hmm. much. However, <laughs> I don't want to be afraid to live my life because of what the people who are connected to me are going to think of me. And it goes for my own family too. Like I've had, I've had interactions with my own family in the past on social media that have caused me to then go hide in my room for a week, you know? Yeah. So then today I posted one more thing that was a direct response to the interaction that I'd had with this person on Facebook and it was very respectful. However, it was a clear claiming of my experience and I'll go put the copy of these of my posts on my blog for anyone who wants to read them at tylafowler.com. Um, so you can see what I'm talking about and you can judge for yourself whether or not you feel that it's respectful and whether or not that you feel that it's overly aggressive. Um, However, I want to be clear, if you choose to go read them, I have used activating language on purpose. Um, in one of the posts, I use the word pussy, and that is a deliberate choice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's interesting that I trust that Matt will support my decision to share this. <laughs> that in our conversation around what's unfolding right now, he shared with me that that word was really triggering for him. Yeah. And I, you know, in my, in my whole being, I was like, yeah, of course it is because I'm boldly claiming my sexuality for my purposes. And that's not something that we see every day. Yeah. Um, so it really, (laughs) I'm really in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, sometimes you gotta get in it. Mm-hmm. All right. It's been 30 minutes. Where are we? Is there anything uh, left to say? Um, There was like one other note that I had, but... Tell me. <laughs> All right. Um, Marlo mentioned at one point um, what I ended up writing down as the romantic comedy delusion... Mm-hmm. that we're all fed that we see this in popular culture and growing up and even in our adult lives you're you're fed these relationships where two people will meet and it'll be perfect and then yeah they'll hit some rough patches and then it's <laughs> boom it's hap- it's happily ever after <laughs> that's funny it's like the modern day it's like it's like fairy tales for adults kind of in that it shows you like, Oh, everything can be perfect. But one crucial thing that they were taught was talked about in Marlo's episode was that there, there is no perfect relationship. She also was very specific to say that she feels interesting saying that because it's something that she feels like people say and use to cover up possibly negative and bad relationships, but it's true Um, in that there's no perfect relationship. And so I thought that was just really meaningful. It's something that anybody that listens should definitely like understand. And if you have to take something from this episode to believe your whole entire life, it should be that, Mm. that Mm -hmm. there's no, there's no such thing as perfect. Mm -hmm. However, there is perfection to be found in the imperfection. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's like <clears throat> with what's unfolding in my life right now. Yeah. You know, there's like a whole part of me that wishes this wasn't happening. And then there's like <laughs> the rest of me that's like, oh, this is so perfect. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. I'm clear that everyone involved is receiving healing from this experience, whether or not they are receiving it that way consciously or not. Yeah. And that it's all powerful medicine and that I'm playing exactly the part I meant to play. Yeah. And that when you do that in relationship with another human being, regardless of what the relationship is, it's going to be hard. Yeah. Oh, I actually, <laughs> Chloe is the dog's name Chloe. Yeah. Hi, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised you didn't hear her scratching a second ago, but yes, yeah, she walked right up next to me and shook her head almost directly <laughs> into the microphone. She's helping. She's adding sound effects. She is. You're a very good gaffer, Chloe. It's a good job. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, oh, she's so happy that I'm touching her head right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to be pet. Yeah, it is. Mm. It is nice to be pet for humans and dogs. Yeah, touch is important. It is. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to cover. Um, that We covered pretty much all of my notes, unless there's anything you wanted to hit on specifically. Mm. <laughs> I think the only other thing I want to say is that being a human is challenging for everyone. And I truly believe that everyone is doing the best that they can at yeah. all times. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ultimately <laughs> it's all just play too. Yeah. So I would encourage anybody who's out there listening to this, that's having any sort of issue in any relationship to go listen to marla's episode if you haven't because it's brilliant it is very good and also reach out to us and let us know how we can support you we're a year ago podcast at gmail.com you can follow us on social media facebook and instagram at a year ago podcast um you can follow my blog at tylafowler.com i guess i'm going to start sharing things from Facebook over there as well, in case you'd like to receive my writing. And I'm on Instagram at Tyler Fowler. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's all of my social media. What about you, Alex? You got the bunker dogs and we'll put it in the show notes. Do you want to say anything else? Um, No, I think that's about it. I'm not really working on any, any other projects right now. Um, But yeah, check out bunker dogs improv as always. Mm -hmm. We like to have fun, and that's part of living and playing in life. Mm-hmm. It's true. If you go take an improv class, it is such powerful personal growth opportunity. It is, and you actually talked about it in Marla's episode a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Marlo's mm-hmm. episode. I think I called her Marla just then. Um, <laughs> but, no, yeah, just, uh, you know, you do you, listeners. Just live your life. Yes, you do you, and do it with as much integrity as you can, and be compassionate if you mess up a little sometimes, because yeah. we all do. Truth. Truth. All right. Well, peace out, homie. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>